we go. Episode four? Four of the Celebrity Death Pool podcast is underway. I am your host, Bethany. As always, my good friend, Brad. Hello. Hello, Brad. Um, so it's been, we thought last show was a slow news week, and I think the heavens were trying to tell us something because these last couple of weeks are real slow. Um, we don't have a ton of news to report, really, um, in the front of dead celebrities, honestly. Um, we are recording this, uh, I think, the day after the announcement of Bob Dole passing away. And I would say that that's probably the biggest name that has passed away since our last show. Um, I don't know. My history of Bob Dole is probably entirely told through SNL episodes. So I don't know that I'm the best resource for Bob Dole history. Wasn't um, it Norm Macdonald that would play Bob Dole? I think you're right. The election and he would always refer to himself in the third person. As Bob Dole. I'm Bob Dole. I'm I Bob think Dole. he had his, he took his hand, his right hand that obviously was from a war injury and he'd stick a pen in it. Mm-hmm. And he'd always refer to himself when he'd say something as Bob Dole said, well, Bob Dole thinks he should do this. <laughs> yes. Bob Dole thinks he should do that. That's what I remember. But I mean, I re- remember him from, you know, when he was running against Clinton. I mean, that was, uh, I was in college and that might've been my first big election that I participated in. But I, you know, I remember him from that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, through the years, you'd see him on the news and everything. Yeah. But he's one that just kind of drifted away out of the news I think you'd see him at like uh George Bush's funeral and be like oh my god look at Bob Dole he looks like he's next right (laughs) right yeah he was struggling that was um he got wheeled up in a wheelchair and he was struggling to stand up to salute which was very sweet it was a very sweet little moment um but yeah as a player of this game it was like (laughs) whoa that's that's a name to remember right there I mean put down not that it matters I did get points on him. I've had him on my list for a couple of years and I did have him on this year, yeah. but you know, not that it matters right now. Cause I think the, uh, the game has been pretty much wrapped up this. I think this year is done and in the books, but it is still kind of fun to close some stuff out. But yeah, I would say, so for this, for this year, Bob Dole or this episode, Bob Dole is probably the most known or notable name. Um, yep. I also want to talk about, um, a name that probably nobody knows, but you definitely know his face, which is Art LaFleur. And if you've ever watched, honestly, probably any old baseball movie, the man was in it. I mean, for real. Field of <laughs> Dream, Sandlot. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and he played, I mean, he's like a dead ringer for Babe Ruth, which is obviously what he played um, in Field of Dreams. And <clears throat> he's just, it's got that face. He, you know. Well, was it? He think he was Babe Ruth and Sandlot. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yes. Yes. I'm getting them confused. Yes, you're right. Um, But yeah, I mean, just, you know, a face that you would immediately recognize, but you probably don't know him by name. So that was, that was one of the folks that passed away. No one had that name on their list. Obviously Bob Dole, several people had that name. So there were some points for that, but nobody had Art LaFleur. Um, I would say my favorite Art LaFleur movie is The Replacements. I love that movie. He was one of the and coaches mm-hmm. and a good number two runner-up is a movie from the 90s with Robert Downey Jr. and Mel Gibson that probably most people didn't see that I liked was Air America. 
where they were uh, they, they were, were like uh, pilots during Vietnam, but they were kind of gun runners. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was funny because he is that recognizable face and we don't have to go through everything he's done because he's done a lot. His very first credit was in 1978, Rescue from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> Clearly he got rescued. Um, so yeah, so that was, a, that was an interesting name. If anything, to me, that was kind of like a nice little walk down memory lane because again, um, you don't really know his name, but you certainly know his face. And then the last one that I want to bring up is a name that really doesn't belong to a human. And then this sparked some interesting debate on our Facebook page. Again, if you're interested in following along, you can find us at Celebrity Death Pool on Facebook. We're the Facebook page with all of the headstones on the on the banner but this name came up and it got posted to the page but it was bart the bear who passed away and then you brought up that the dolphin that was in winter uh, yeah passed so away the dolphin well. that was in dolphin tail the actual dolphin that the story was based on who lost his tail and they did a prosthetic tail died this year okay so, and then this is maybe also on the heels of the fact that the horse that just won the Kentucky Derby <laughs> true died this morning or yesterday morning or something just dropped dead. So now, you know, again, the debate is sparked on, do we include animals as far as names are and concerned? And you know what? I mean, you've got Keiko, the killer whale died a few years ago from Free Willy. Right. Um, I don't know if they're still cycling through Lassies and Benjis. <laughs> There's a lot but of those. I would say, it, you know, you do have some animals that do become famous, like the monkey from Outbreak that went on to do Friends. Right, right. I would say open it up to animals. Maybe we have a rule where we don't share points. So if like you have that animal and someone else, maybe you don't have to share points because who freaking knows when an animal's going to kick it. That's true. That's a good point. I just, when it, it was funny because when the debate first opened, the first thing that I thought of was old school Spuds McKenzie. Like that animal was probably more famous than a lot of actual human celebrities at the time. And if, you know, if that dog died, I mean, I'm sure that dog is real dead now. Um, but at the time, if the dog had died or even soon after that whole Spuds McKenzie, you know, craze, you know, when, it, when he died, you knew, I mean, yep. it was, it was new. You know, it was definitely something that everybody talked about. This reminds me of when we went to Universal in 2018 and we were on the tram and they were filming uh, Fuller House, the reboot of Full House. Mm -hmm. And as we were driving, we saw this woman walking a golden retriever on the lawn so I assume he could do his business between takes and everybody was impressed because that was the golden retriever from Fuller House so <laughs> they do get status and notoriety I mean everyone was taking pictures it was a golden retriever it's so not a golden retriever my vote is let's 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 be inclusive and open it up to the animals I'm, I'm not opposed to that. I'm really not. Because if you're that into it that you know, and you're going to research it and figure it out, more power to you. I mean, I have hard enough time coming up with human names, but if somebody wanted to come up with a, with an animal name, I'm good with it. So you know, those one are, name, yeah. One more name that passed away since our last 
podcast. Again, probably a name you wouldn't recognize, but it's just nostalgic as Eddie Maka. Carmine. The Big Ragu. The Big Ragu. Obviously started in a couple episodes of Happy Days and was brought into the Laverne and Shirley world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you look at his list and he's done all the love boats and fantasy islands and chips and ERs and all of that. Um, I didn't know he was in a league of their own. He was a maze guy in the bar. You know, I guess for me, it's you look at these names and you look at these faces and you remember them from your childhood. So for yeah. me, it's more the nostalgia when you see these people go. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Uh, uh, Laverne and Shirley was definitely a show that I would catch as a kid on reruns. And there's just certain images that are burned in your head forever. And That's I- funny, you say reruns. I saw it when they premiered. Like, Well, when... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It was one of those things that it was probably on, like, I don't know what I would have gotten home from school or something like that. And it was on. Um, but like, you know, there's just certain images that are forever burned in your head. And for whatever reason, there is a Laverne and Shirley Halloween episode where they are in like a haunted house. And that episode has stuck with me all of these years. And it's so funny because we would drive past a house on one of the highways here in the area. And I think it's actually a restaurant, but it's like up on a hill and it's still there. It's still there. If you're ever in like, if you're local in St. Louis and you're in North County on highway 270, um, you'll, you might know which house I'm talking about, but like I said, I think it's a restaurant. And for some reason, as a child, I just equated that house to the haunted house episode or the Halloween episode of Laverne and Shirley. And I just assumed that that was the house that they were in. Ragu was in there. Yeah. That must've that I, clearly not the case, but that was just, that's how I just always remember him like kid. singing. Like that was like, he would come in the scene and he'd be singing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just little cute things like that, but yeah. Yep. So he happened to pass away. Um, and other than that, it's been pretty, pretty slow stuff. So this may be um, our last uh, show that we get to, to record before the end of the year, um, before the hectic kind of holiday season. So in light of that, we decided that we would kind of do a quick little 2021 recap, little in memoriam, a remember that these people passed away. Um, as morbid as it is, that's always one of my favorite parts of like any award show, because you kind of forget some of these people. Um, but I was scrolling back, me and I were both scrolling back through our list of names on the Facebook page and going through some of the names that were, were there. And I mean, there's a ton, like, don't get me wrong. And we're certainly not going to go through all of them because actually, technically there are 518 celebrities that have passed away in 2021. So for those of you that Where'd say- Where'd you get that number? Because we did not put that number on there. No, this was uh, one of the, the Google lists. Okay. But I, the only reason why I bring that up is for those of you that say, this game's hard, or I don't know who to pick. You know what? There was a lot to choose from. There were 500 names that Actually, you could have had on a list. After this year, I don't know who's left. Yeah. <laughs> it's been it's been a pretty active year. Um. So yeah, well, again, and our, our rules are generally that um, one, as I've mentioned previously on the very first episode of the show, 
Um, you cannot have any involvement in the death of a celebrity. Um, mm. That is our most important rule. If there is any rule of Fight Club, that is it. You do not have any any impact on the death of a celebrity and i would say the other one is is that they have to be famous enough that it's something that gets picked up in mainstream media it's something that is you know posted somewhere it's talked about it's on cnn it's on tmc it's somewhere and so then what happens is is that all of the members that play our game whoever kind of sees that story first they post it to the celebrity death pool page um which is helpful. So I'm actually thinking about, and this will be something that I put out to the room before we start next year's season, is that um, if it's not posted on our Facebook page, then it doesn't count. What? That's what I'm thinking about. Because the reason is, is because I spend a huge amount of time researching some of the more obscure names that people have picked for their lists and it has happened where some of those people have passed away and there is a news story that's picked up someplace on them but it never made it to the facebook page so there could be i know that we don't have 518 posts we 100 percent do not have 518 posts so um I can't listen. I love a diverse list. And that's one of my favorite things about the game is the diverse list. And I love some of these names that people just dig up out of nowhere. Um, but it is pretty challenging sometimes, especially if it's not a name that I'm familiar with. Like I certainly would not have a ton of like sports people on my list. That's just not, I'm not sports ball ish. Um, like big ones, I would know, but some very obscure stuff, I wouldn't. Um, so that's a challenge when I'm going back and I'm looking at, you know, names that have passed away. So anyway, it's just something that I have thought about. Don't every, if you're playing the game and you're listening to this, don't freak out just yet. We've got uh, at least four or five weeks before we start the new season. So I, I wouldn't worry about it just yet. But um, some of the names when I was going through it and I was looking at this list, you and I both had kind of went through and wrote down a couple of our highlights or names that like really stuck out to us. Um, and some of them we just recently talked about like, you know, Colin Powell and Peter Scolari, um, Ed Asner, all which have been covered on prior podcasts, but some names that passed away before we started recording um, were some pretty big names. So looking at this list, the very first one that jumps off the page is Dustin Diamond, which is a name that you had actually brought up just recently. Yeah. That was, that was huge because I was saved by the bell was right, right in my wheelhouse, man. I mean, the that first was... person from saved by the bell to pass away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this shows you my saved by the bell knowledge. Haley <laughs> Mills. Oh, yeah. She was in the first season. She was a teacher. Yeah, she's still alive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she was in the first parent trap from the 50s. Yes. But you know what? Dustin also lived a very rough life after Saved by the Bell. Yeah. He I had mean, a hard he, time finding his feet. He, he did. He tried to do comedy. And then he's, you know, unfortunately did the porn tapes. Right. And just lived a hard life. And it's, You sound like you such know. an old man when you just said the porn yeah. tapes. <laughs> so, speaking of porn, um, Larry Flint died this Larry year. Larry Flint. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which if you've never seen the movie, uh, the Larry Flint movie with Woody the Harrelson. Pe- the People versus Courtney Larry Love, Flint. People versus Larry Flint. Yep. Go see it. It's a great movie. Um, whether you agree with what he did or not, it's a good statement about the First Amendment. Um, it was a great film. You know, this And Courtney year, Love really got her shit together for that movie. And then by the end, she just played herself and then died. In the movie. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, what stuck out to me this year was a couple things. One, F. Lee Bailey died. Mm-hmm. So what this now means is, OG, you better not commit another murder because your entire this dream team old is team. gone. It, I just thought that was kind of interesting that... Is Marcia whole, Cl- oh, Marsha Clark was on the other side. She was on the other side. She's yeah. a prosecutor. And the other one is Ned Beatty, the actor, mm-hmm. best known probably for Deliverance and Superman, and Richard Donner, the original director of Superman, both passed away this year. So what that means is the only remaining star from the original's 1978 Superman is Gene Hackman. And Jimmy Olsen. And Jimmy Olsen, but we don't know his name, or I'm not going to look it up. No. It's just... And Gene Hackman's got to be about 4,000 years old at this point, right? he's actually retired from acting and i want to say he's probably in his late 80s early 90s without looking it up okay um you know i guess also for me when it comes to names that are kind of nostalgic irv cross when i was a kid i watched nfl today and irv cross was on there um marvelous marvin Hagler. everyone remembers the Hagler hearns fights mm-hmm. and being from st louis leon spinks leon spinks um, was actually the first name for the list. So that was the first celebrity to pass away once we started the 2021 year. So again, I've, I've mentioned it previously, but for the most part, um, our game runs on a calendar year, but 99% of the time it doesn't start in January. We usually actually don't start the game until early February and it is solely because I uh, just can't get my ish together um, in January. So Leon speaks. So there were some celebrities that passed away in January. And if that happens, um, you don't get points for them. So if, if, if there's a gap in, in, in the gameplay points are not awarded, uh, but Larry, or I'm sorry, Leon Spinks was the first celebrity that anybody got points for. And we had a couple of people that had them, had him listed as their Amy Winehouse. So right out of the gate, really? they're at double points, you know, going strong in 2021. So, um, you know, another nostalgic one, just looking at the list, Tommy Lasorda. Oh, I forgot he died. I mean, that was Mr. Baseball, at least for me growing up in the 80s. And, you know, when he was manager of the Dodgers and when they'd come to St. Louis, you'd always hear about after the game, he'd go to Charlie Guido's for Mm -hmm. dinner. And people would say they saw Tommy Lasorda there. And Tommy Lasorda was that guy that like all the sitcoms or television shows in L.A., he'd always like have that cameo role and play Play himself himself in the movie. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, the, the, this is the hard part for me personally about the game, because it really, you know, it hits mm-hmm. home, you know, just when you think about those familiar names and faces that are not I think gone. that's why I like the game so much, though, because... It reminds you of them. Well, it reminds you of them. Here's the thing. In, in most cases, you're going to hear about Tommy Lasorda dying. You're going to hear about these people that are dying anyway. 
And without the game, all there is is just the grief. There's the grief and the, oh my gosh, I can't believe they died. And isn't that awful? And let's be sad and and mourn them. But with the game, there is a level of, wow, that's really awful that that person died. And let's remember everything that they did and reminisce and do all that jazz. And oh, by the way, did I get points? Right. So there is a little bit of a, a silver lining almost, if you will. Um, so to me, one of the names that sticks out here is just because I know that this is going to be an epic trivia question at some point. And I've also given my kids an amazing thing to like brag about at parties in their future. But um, Charlie Watts passed yeah. away, which um, if you've lived under a rock, you don't know, but he is was the drummer for the Rolling Stones and also probably has been dead for the last 10 years and they've just weakened up or needed <laughs> for all this time. I don't know. Um, but Charlie Watts died. And the first show that the Stones had ever played without him was to open up their tour here in St. Louis. And that was the show that we took our kids to. So um, granted, they didn't get to see, you know, the entire Rolling Stones, but I kind of think it was cool that they got to go and see the very first show that the Stones played without Charlie. Um, and they did a really beautiful tribute to him before the show started. Good. And, you know, I was, we were trying to explain to the kids that he died and this is why we're doing this. And this is, you know, the first show that they've done without him. And then Mick came out and made a big announcement. And so again, my kids are fairly young. Um, my son is 13. So he got it more so than my daughter who is turning 11 in just a couple of weeks. Um, but I think that that is something that as they get older, they're really going to kind of appreciate. So I thought that was a really cool kind of, and memory, amazingly if enough, if, if you asked of the Rolling Stone members who would be the next one to go, you would not have said Charlie Watts. I mean, no, Keith Richards again, has yeah. outlived Michael Jackson and Prince and, at this point, uh, Whitney, I think Keith I mean, Richards is just like the undead. He, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> he's he's going to live forever. Um, he's so that the, he's I, the one that you have on your list for this game. And every year you're like, should I take him off? Right. Or should I leave? And him? every year he makes this like son of a bitch. Every year. And that <laughs> one year that you take him off is be the year that he, he goes. You know, <laughs> for me, mentioning concerts, I think the, the most impactful one for me was Dusty Hill because ZZ Top is three guys and you mm -hmm. just took one of those guys away. But it, when you, again, think about growing up, you know, I'm still getting over the loss of Eddie Van Halen and that I will never see another Van Halen concert. I'm now reminding myself, I'm never going to be able to see ZZ Top and I'm kicking myself for all those times they came around and I just thought, oh, I'll, I'll catch them next time or, up, yeah. you know, I, for whatever reason I didn't go. And that's just another, you know, another nail of, yeah, your childhood is slowly disappearing. Mm -hmm. They're all going. Again, this is, you know, a, a gentle reminder. Let's just make sure if somebody wants to give Eddie a better uh, well check and just make sure he's doing okay, ah. I would appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody wants to knock on the door, just, you doing okay Hold the mirror there? while he's sleeping. <laughs> You really hold up a picture with, you know, today's newspaper, just so that we are all clear that you're doing good. Um, yeah, no, I agree. It's, um, it, they're all just kind of, it's that time though. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's like, that's how it works. That's where we're at. 
Um, Can we bring a name up that we're happy is that person's dead? And I don't think anyone be, would be offended that I said that because sure. he's probably ruined more lives than we even know. Who's that? that Bern Bernie Madoff. <laughs> you know, I know that we talk about celebrity from, uh, you know, deaths and what movies they've been in. But if you look up Bernie Madoff right now, his net worth, negative mm -hmm. $3 billion. Oh, that's going to take some time to pay off. I mean, this man has ruined so yeah. many lives. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I can say that's I, one. I'm I don't think anybody's going to miss that one. Nope. And you know I mean, maybe his grandkids, but. I want to say he got what he deserved. It, you know. The sad thing is his sons died. One of them died at cancer. Oh, that's One right. I forgot. Suicide. Yes. Yep. I mean, yeah. just the, the wake of destruction. Yeah. That this, I mean, this is to me like when, um, oh, his name's escaping me. The serial killer from Milwaukee, the cannibal. Dahmer. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. This is like when I heard Jeffrey Dahmer was killed. I was like, good. Yeah. And I think with Madoff, good. Because now you, now hopefully those people that you destroyed their lives can feel that maybe they they have a little bit of justice seems a little fair um a, along those similar lines maybe not exactly but similar lines i had written down um ronald defeo who if you're obsessed with serial killers or horror stuff or whatever like i am you're gonna know that name right off the bat but that is the um that's the son who murdered his entire family the entire defeo family um, at a little house in Amityville, which kicked off the entire Amityville horror book, franchise, conspiracy theory, all of it. Um, but Ronald DeFeo passed away in prison this year. So there's probably some people that are not super upset about that. That movie spooked me. When I will admit it. When I first saw the first Amityville horror. Mm -hmm. Those windows with the lights for, I don't know how old I was, maybe, you know, seven, eight-year-old Brad. That was, I saw, I saw Amityville Horror at a friend's house down the street at night. And you I had to walk, walk home. home. <laughs> I sprinted. And the funniest thing about it is I hit a tree because it was at night and i didn't care i just wanted to get home <laughs> that's pretty good i read the book before i saw the movie i'm pretty sure um and the book was pretty terrifying it was also there were moments of it that are were a little far-fetched too but movie was terrifying i think it's interesting now that the family that lives in that house had those iconic windows changed so they if were you're probably smart to do it, right? Because I mean, if you're driving around Amityville, that's what you're looking for is those windows and they're not there anymore. So yes. that, that was probably a smart move on their part. So that looky loose like myself would not be standing <laughs> in their driveway taking selfies. Um, but I thought that one was pretty interesting. The other one that stood out to me too was Olympia Dukakis and that one stood out to me just simply because if I have seen the movie Steel Magnolias once, I have seen it 2,000 times, it is almost impossible for me to watch the movie without talking along with it through the whole thing. So much so that I know for a fact that when I tried to watch it once with my husband, we did not get through it or he did not get through it. 
probably because it's really not his speed and probably because I was quoting it the entire time. So <laughs> I, I don't blame him for that. Um, but that one stood out to me as well. Um, you know, another one that I think is, I don't know, for me, again, stood out was Charles Grodin. Oh, yeah. Yep. King Kong, Midnight Run, yep. Beethoven. Beethoven. You say Beethoven. <laughs> that's funny. That was one of the movies that we'd watched with the kids, like, during, you know, like, during shutdown was one of those, like, here. Taking Care of Business with Jim Belushi. That was, like, from 1989. That was mm-hmm. just one of those fun, dumb 80s comedies. Yep. 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 All good. Those are all good ones. So I would say let's, let's think about this and, and it doesn't have to be any of the names that we mentioned. Um, but it could be, it could be, um, but for you, what would you consider your most shocking death? Like what were you most shocked by? Um, you know what? I wrote down a few names, everything from Peter Scolari, Colin Powell, Marky Post, cause now everybody, uh, literally from Night Court's gone, Bismarcky. Um, but I think I the one that shocked me the most when I heard it was Norm MacDonald. Yeah. And I think it's because I didn't know he was sick. But the more I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, I haven't heard from him in a while. But it's just, when you think of Norm MacDonald, it's like, he, you feel like he was just on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So that one shocked me probably the most um, when I think about the ones that died this yeah. year. Yeah, that, that was a rough one for sure. I definitely when I was thinking about shocking deaths, that was, that was one of the names that I had scratched down was him. And I would agree with you. I think it was probably because it wasn't well known that he was ill, if known at all, Um, which we've kind of touched on before, but I feel like that that is becoming more and more of a thing um, in Hollywood. And I, in all honesty, I totally respect it. You know what I mean? Um, Somebody like, you know, Shannon Doherty, who has been, I feel like she's been sick with breast cancer forever, um, you know, kind of made, I don't want to say a big production because that sounds very cruel, but kind of made a big production about it when she was first diagnosed and she has been sick for a really long time. But some of these individuals that, you know, are ill and, and passing away, you never even knew about it. Yeah. And, you know, if anybody's ever had a family member or a friend last year, no one knew he had cancer. Oh, Chad with Bozeman. Yeah. 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 That was, if you were asking me this question Uh, in 2020, that would have, yeah, he would have hand down, hands down, gotten the most shocking death and probably the most impact death just because that was, that was crushing. Um, but I think that that's becoming more of a thing where people they're I don't want to say that they're hiding it. But it is, like I said, if you've ever been around a family member or a friend that is suffering from a long-term illness like this, if they're suffering from cancer, um, it's, I mean, it's very taxing. And so I totally respect their decision to keep it private and kind of deal with that on their own. Um, You know, unfortunately, when they do pass away, we're all kind of left with our mouths agape, like, oh, holy crap. Um, so yeah, no, I completely agree with you on the Norm McDonald thing. I will tell you if nobody, if you've never watched Norm McDonald, if you're not familiar with any of his stuff, just go on YouTube and, and look up Norm McDonald on SNL, his weekend update. Holy <laughs> shit. Or even his it's, standup. Oh my God. It's <laughs> so 
He's so funny. And I think it's just, most of it is just in the delivery. It's just that sort of dry deadpan delivery. That is just, that's just epic. Um, So yeah, I would agree with that. I think for me, my most shocking um, was a name that probably not a lot of people know, um, but her name is, uh, was Helen McCrory. Um, Helen McCrory was um, in the Harry Potter movies. She was, oh crap, her name just totally escaped me, but she is whatever the Slytherin kid's mom's name is. Now his name just fell right on my head. And this is, I watched freaking Harry Potter and I read the damn books and now I can't even think of the stupid kid's name. Which kid? Whatever. The blonde kid Um, in the Slytherin house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Harry Potter fans. No, No, Snape's, no. No, I mean, it shows you what I know about Harry Potter. Hang on, this is. Malfoy. Yes, thank you, Draco Malfoy. Kudos to me for coming up with that. Way to pull that one out of your ass. Miss Harry Potter. Well, I don't know that I would say that I miss Harry Potter, but I'm I would say I'm far more of a fan than you are. Yes. Um, Draco Malfoy. So his mom, um, Narcissus. Narcissus. I got there eventually. (laughs) I got there eventually. I think that was her name, Narcissus. Um, but anyway, she was in. Um, the Harry Potter films, which whatever, that's fine. That's not what I know and love her from. I know and love her from the Netflix show Peaky Blinders, which hot damn, if you guys have never seen Peaky Blinders, this is, that's some time that you're, that you're going to truly enjoy sitting down watching some television. Um, I did not watch Peaky Blinders from the beginning when it first came out because I started it and I was like, this is some stupid ass stuff. But during shutdown, as you do, when you don't have a lot else going on, I committed to it. And halfway through the first episode, I'm like, my life is forever changed. This is the greatest thing ever. Um, and I watched all, I think five seasons of it. Well, anywho, Helen McCrory is in Peaky Blinders and she is like one of the main characters of that show. And now that she has passed away, I'm very curious to see how they handle the next season. I think they've already announced that season six is going to be their final season Um, anyway, before she had passed away. And I don't know if that had any impact in their decision to do that anyway, but it was just, that one was very shocking to me because she is one of the leads of that show. So I have a news flash for you. Oh, great. In our recap of the people that had passed from our last podcast to this one, we did forget a name that I think just proves how cultured you and I are in the arts. <laughs> Sondheim had died. Oh, right. And I think that there are people that might be listening to this that were probably offended. That actually, that care? Said, no, no big names. It was kind of a slow <laughs> week. I mean, for me, okay, I'm not really into the Broadway arts and I'm sure he was huge. Yeah, I, I get him confused with, you know, Sondheim, Sonneberg, you know, fair I mean, enough. you know, yes. but fair enough. I just wanted Here's to throw that thing. out. I think that's a very, that was very nice of you to throw, to, to throw that out there. I will say, 
I think that's all you need to say. Well, here's the thing. I think the fact that we are trapped in the Midwest where we are very steak and potatoes, we are not so cultured as to like be very Broadway-esque. So Um, I I assume they will not be listening to this um, podcast on the East Coast. No, probably not. I mean, they might be high if you're from the East Coast, Um, but no, (laughs) chances are this is not, I don't know, it might be, you never know. But so I apologize that I missed. We apologize uh, to all of the theater troops out there. And just for the record, I mean, I'm not snubbing theater troops because you're a I, I am a card carrying member of the thespians. <laughs> I earned that card in high school. I think you become, once you're in, you're always in. I don't, I don't really know how that works, but yes. So I'm not, I'm not knocking it by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but yeah, we're not, I would, you, we're not, I would not say that Brad and I are routine. <laughs> Hence the names uh, we pull up as our most shocking and yeah. most influential. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't tell you much I mean, about us, I don't know yeah, what does. <laughs> we're like, we remember Dustin Diamond, but we didn't remember Sondheim. So that should kind of, that, our condolences, that sums to it the up. Broadway community, our condolences to the Sondheim family. I'm sure it's a shocking loss and yeah. So that's where we are with that. Um, So I would say after that, out of the names that we've listed or maybe even names that we haven't listed, what would you consider the most impactful? What, what are you walking away with as the most impactful? Not shocking, but impact. Right. I mean, obviously if you would ask me this last, this time last year, we know that would have been Eddie Van Halen. So I still haven't gotten over that one. And as I was looking at the names again, for me, it's more a lot of nostalgia um you know when you see like gavin mcleod from love boat passed away and frank bonner from wkrp you know okay then, but really but is that considered impactful no really? it's not but i think it's more like oh wow you know you just okay. it, it, it it it's like people say you can be reminded of your past by a song or a smell but i see these names and you know i hear the theme of the show but i think for me you know it was probably dusty hill from zz top just you know from you know that I'll never see ZZ Top as a band um, mm-hmm. and that they did some great stuff. And, you know, these guys were, were huge stars, but they were under the radar. They weren't your TMZ stars. They weren't uh, controversial. They just played great music and that's right. all they wanted to do. And um, I'd probably say that's probably the most impactful for me this last year. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um I would say when I was writing this down, there were, there were a couple of names that I was kind of like hovering around. Um, one of them was Larry Flint because, you know, I'm a huge hustler fan. I collect all of the hustlers. I have every up, like every, that's such bullshit. I'm completely lying. I was I about to ask you. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but one of them that I really did think about and consider was, was Willie Garson. Um, which if you don't watch Sex in the City, the name probably doesn't ring a bell with you. But if you are a Sex in the City fan, which I think is a requirement if you're between the ages of 25 and 55 um, and you're a female or a gay male, I'm pretty sure that you're required to be a fan of Sex in the City. Um, so I, huge Sex in the City fan, seen them all. And um, he played um, Stanford, which was Carrie's gay best friend. And he passed away just recently from cancer, 
which that's a big impact, not only if you're a fan of the show, but for the show itself, because they're in the middle of a reboot. Like I think the reboot launches on HBO, I don't know, next week or in two weeks. Um, And they were filming it. Yeah, they were filming it. So I did see an article that was talking about that I think how they wrote him out or how they discussed him um, no longer being on the show, it it got leaked out on how that's happening. I didn't read it because I kind of don't want to know just yet. I would I would rather watch it and find out. Um, but that one was pretty impactful. But for me, probably the most impact is going to be Norm MacDonald. Um, that to me is just one of those guys that anytime he shows up in anything, he's funny as hell. Yep. You know, anytime he would show back up on SNL, he was funny as hell. And just to know that, like, that's not going to happen anymore um, and nobody can do it like him. That one, that one was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. I feel like he's going to be one of those names that he was kind of like in part of that undercurrent for so long. And then all of a sudden he would just kind of like pop up. And so I feel like he's going to be one of those names that you don't really always remember or think about or know about until it comes up and it's like he passed away. And then it's like kind of reliving it all over again. Um, like, oh, crap, you're right. We're, yep. we're never going to see that. He's he's um, just, you know, again, the gone too soons. Yeah. You know, what yeah. would have been. And it's just, you know, I respect him for keeping his illness personal and out yeah. of the mainstream i respect when celebrities do it it's just unfortunate that you hear about it and it hits you so hard yeah i agree so on that note i would say um we are probably going to look at wrapping this episode up before we start getting super long-winded um a shout out to anybody that lasted through our last episode because i'm pretty sure that that thing was like three hours long (laughs) it wasn't it was close it felt like it um so we certainly don't want to do that to you guys again um ideally it would be great if we could get together and do squeeze in one more for 2021 and maybe talk about what we're looking at for 2022 what those lists look like what we're aiming for what we kind of predict is going to happen uh we're getting really close to the end of the year here so this game is going to wrap up pretty soon and we've talked about it before just points wise we're pretty sure that Kara and Tracy have this sucker locked up so we're just kind of those those were the two I don't know who to pick. And yeah. Then oh, yeah. Both of them. Right. Both of them. We're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Kara has never even played it before. This is Kara's first year. Well, yeah. This might be the first time a first year player's won it. I think it might be. Tracy, <laughs> Tracy has played several times um, and never really walked away with much. You know, yeah. never, never really had a lot of points. So I'm happy for both of them that they're, that they're going to walk away probably winners this year. So that's exciting for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, you know, in closing, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to squeeze in another one before the end of the year, but in closing, um, again, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at celebrity death pool on Facebook. We also have a celebrity death pool podcast page on Facebook. So find us on either of those. Uh, you can email us at celebritydeathpoolpodcast at gmail.com. So if there's anything that you want to talk about with us, if there's anything that you want to ask Brad or I, if there's anything that you think would be interesting for him and I to discuss, please reach out and email us. If you know us personally, text us, give us a call, take me to lunch. I'm cheap date. Um, 
you know, whatever it is, and we'll, we'll talk about it. And um, so on that note, if we don't talk to you again in 2021, happy new year. Hopefully 2021 was good to you. 2022 is going to be better. And if we do talk to you again later on this year, hey, howdy, let's talk about what we're going to do for next year. And I'll say all that again at the end of the next episode. So with that, as always, Brad, thanks for hanging out with me tonight. Thank you. Good deal. And uh, again, Brad and Bethany with the Celebrity Death Pool podcast. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a good night, everybody. Cue the music.